Let's start in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. It's a little difficult to find. Look right after 1 Chronicles. It's Chronicles 2.0. Chronicles, the sequel. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Trust, that means have faith in. So shout, I have faith. Shout, I have faith. Shout, I have faith. Now, now I have faith. Hebrews 11, 1 says, now faith is the substance of things you hope for. Now faith is the evidence of things not seen. The sweet psalmist of Israel, David said, send, O Lord, now prosperity. Okay, hang with me just a minute because we always get the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Emphasis on the wrong syllable. Look at me. Look at me. Don't read ahead. Look at me. Say, now faith is. I have it. I've got it. It's mine. I take it. I forgive. I have faith. Now. I have faith. Now. Now I have faith. I, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because that's not what the psalmist said. He wasn't talking about a period of time. He, he's not using an adjective. He's not describing the noun faith. He is rather defining the word faith. He's saying it's a specific kind of faith that will produce a specific kind of prosperity. Say this with me. Prosperity is the blessing of God, spirit, soul, and body, and in all that pertains to life and godliness. Folks say, what is prosperity? Prosperity is living the God life. The God life in your mind, where you have absolute overwhelming peace, where you are wiser than the children of the world. Well, just sit there if you want to. Father, for those who operate in now faith, this very morning in Elkhart, Indiana, in Columbus, Ohio, at rodparsley.tv and live on Facebook, I declare and decree to you that this is a moment of acceleration. Even as you moved your clock forward, says the Lord, so have I moved you forward this day and accelerated my blessing in your life. Therefore, look back even now at your adversary and shout, you can't touch this. I dare you to shout, I'm ahead of you, devil. Come on, everybody on your feet, everybody on your feet. Everybody on your feet, everybody on your feet. Prophetically, 
wherever you are, wherever you're bound, wherever you're hindered, wherever there's a wall in front of you, just get in your heart and spirit right now that when I say three, you're being loosed. One, two, three. Come on, shout, because you just got ahead of that sickness. You just got ahead of that temptation. You just got ahead of that bondage. It can't touch you. Now faith, now faith moves your present into your future and leaves your adversary in your path. He can't move at the speed of light. And even if he could, he'd still be behind you because your spirit moves at the speed above thought. God said faster than your nerve can send from your brain to your mouth a hallelujah in between your mind and the sound, I'll already be standing there. I'm talking about now faith. Now faith. Now faith takes me in my present, accelerates me into my future, and leaves my adversary in my Just keep saying it over and over to yourself. I have now faith. Now I have faith. I have now faith. Now I have faith. I have faith now. I have now faith. I got to hurry. Now wait a minute. David said, send now prosperity. He didn't say on Friday when work is over and you get your check. He didn't say when you get your uh, what a tax return. Some of you make plans based on your tax return. Can I prophesy to you that God's about to accelerate you. Now, you, by your response, I'll know whether you believe the prophetic word that I'm saying or not. God is about to move you from getting by to overflow. It's not God's will for you to give out of your not enough it's God's will for you to sow out of your more than enough. You're not blessed when you can get a thousand dollars. You're blessed when you can sow a thousand dollars. And now think about it. There are people in this room right now that five years ago were bankrupt and they didn't go to their boss complaining about their pay. They went to God and God heard them 
And then they started showing up before anybody else got there and going home after everybody else left. Now, if I walk up to them and say, I need $10,000, they do not hesitate. They write the check. So you can't clap there. Don't clap for where you are. Clap for where you want to be. Don't tithe where you are. Tithe where you want to be. It's already on me. Mark, it's already on me. See, we have a generation. How old are you, Mark? What year were you born? In 91. I was preaching this seven years before you were born. You've been raised in this church. You grew up with this truth inside you. That's the generation we're raising up. It's all you old folks and added on ones. Somebody came the other day and said, I don't know what res seed is. Well, why don't you find out? Hello? You want to be blessed? Can I ask you a question? Do I look like I'm not blessed? Talking to you over vocal cord that was covered with cancer. Do I look like I'm not blessed? Do I have to drive a Lamborghini or buy Miss Joni one for y'all to look and say, oh, he's blessed. A blessed man's not a man that could go buy a Lamborghini on credit. A blessed man is a man that could go pay cash for one and doesn't just because he don't want it. Most people try to act like they got money, ain't got none. My daddy used to say they wear a big hat, but they ain't got no cattle. That's how you look driving around in a car that the bank owns, living in a house that the bank owns, on a credit card that's maxed out, and you paying 21% interest and can't get caught up. That's not God's will for you any more than cancer is God's will for you. Okay, just sit there and look at me there. If what I'm preaching's not true, don't interrupt me with your doubt and unbelief. Just let me go on in bliss-filled ignorance because I've been living this since I'm 19 years old. And I'm 62. And it's stronger now than it ever was. God's will is not lack and poverty and getting by and trying to scratch through. That's not God's will for you. What you will tolerate, you will never change. What you complain about, you will live with the rest of your life. But oh, if you get a hold of now faith.
now faith. Girl asked me the other day, said, I want to play the guitar. I said, no, you don't. No, you don't. Well, I do too. No, you don't. How much praying you doing about it? How much fasting you doing for it? How much seeking the face of God do you do for it? How many lessons are you taking? See, he grew up this way. I remember the first time I saw him with a guitar. It was the most pitiful mess you've ever heard. It was like. I said, what are you doing, Marky? I'm going to worship the Lord. Play a little bit. Play a little bit. Okay, that's enough. You're getting big-headed. What you want? What do you want? I can tell you what you want because it's what you have a passion for. It's what you get up in the morning dreaming about. It's what you go to bed at night praying about. It's when you forgot to eat on a fast because all you can think about is the vision God put in front of you. People are not called great because they never failed. They're called great because they never quit. I'm going to get to somebody here directly. Shout, I have now faith. Now I have faith. But wait a minute. David said, send now prosperity. He did not mean at this time. That's not the now he said. That's not the now he said. What he said was, send a peculiar, particular kind of prosperity. Shout, I want that kind. Because the word he uses is the now word that means henceforth and hereafter. David was saying, put something in me that will abide and never leave me. I'm not talking about you an NBA player and get handed $3 million to sign a contract and three years later you can't pay your rent. That's not now prosperity. Now prosperity will stick to you. I got four people that believe me. Now prosperity will stick to you. God, well, all right. Did you find Second Chronicles? Whoo, I feel God in here. Second Chronicles 2020. Trust. The word trust is have faith in. Have faith in. Trust the Lord your God. And so shall you be established. What does that mean? Immovable. 
I'm here and you can't move me. The wind can't break me. The storm can't drown me. Why? Because what I have is forever. Okay, three people said, uh -huh. Do you believe God can put something on you that will never leave you? Well, you don't believe the Bible. Because Ezekiel said, everything God does, he does forever. That word that brought Jesus up out of that dust, huh? That word, that word didn't just show up that day. Get him out of the dust and then leave him. Because what God does, he does forever. He changed water to wine. It is never going back to water again. He cuts the head off your Goliath. That Goliath is not picking up his head, sticking it back on, sewing it back on and coming against you again. Would you please under God believe that what God does in you, he's able to keep. I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved, preserved, blameless. He gonna bring you out of a tomb. You ain't never going back in again. God breaks your crack habit. You'll never look for a pipe again. Wouldn't it be silly to believe, I mean express your faith toward, to believe that God could break alcoholism off of you, but couldn't keep it off of you? That God couldn't get you out from in front of a computer screen where like some rabid animal, you feed your nasty flesh on the flesh of other people's images in front of you. You mean to tell me God can't break that off of you and you never turn it on again? I can't get no help in this Methodist church. I are you Episcopalians or some other kind of alien? What are you? I thought you were Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, word breathing, devil stomping, God exalting, faith filled believers. With God, nothing shall be impossible. Shove your neighbor and say, take the limit off. Shout, I'm about to change my season. Say, I see something about the bud. Jeremiah, what do you see? Mm, Jesus, I see the rod of an almond tree. Blossoming and bearing fruit in the middle of winter. 
Somebody shout, God, about to change my season. Somebody shout, I'm about to come out the dust. Somebody shout, it's springtime in my life. It's time when things that have been buried come up out the ground. Shove somebody and tell them I'm coming out the dust. There's resurrection. It's Passover. It's resurrection season. Oh, get on your feet and give him 12 seconds of hallelujah. Just take a minute, express your faith to God. I believe you're doing it. I believe you want to change my season. Woo! I believe you want to unwrap these grave clothes off me, off my mind, off my family, off my body, off my finances. I dare you to shout, loose me and let me go. Send now prosperity. Put it on me. Never take it off me. I rejoice in it. I thank you for it. Now bless his holy name. I'm going I'm to kill a, a sacred cow now. Stand up because you're going to need to shout at the end of this. I, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to sacrifice a sacred cow right now. Are you ready? Like I'm going to cut it in two. And I'm going to sprinkle its blood on the altar. And I'm going to give it as a living sacrifice. I'm going to let it pass. I'm going to let you pass between its flaming cinders. I'm going to sanctify you wholly. I'm going to sanctify your thought. I feel the Spirit of God. I'm going to sanctify your thought process. I'm going to take the Word of God. I'm going to loose it on the inside of your belly. It's going to get past the hard, callous surface of your mental reasoning, be deposited in the fertile soil of your spirit. They're taken through the process of death. It's about to spring up out of the dust. New life. Are you ready? Are you ready? I will begin with this question. How many of you are born again and on your way to heaven and you want 30 people around you to know it right now? Now, if you're more thankful for that, than anything you could possibly obtain in this natural world. I want you to really thank him for his cross, his blood, his resurrection power. 
shout, he brought me out of the dust. So more people around you need to know you really saved. They need to know though none go with you, still you will follow. Shove your neighbor and say you can leave him today, but I'm staying. I'm rooted, I'm planted, I'm secure, I'm stable. Though none go with me, still I will follow. His word is my directive. His spirit is my guide. His blood is my cleanser. I'm alive. I'm alive. Somebody need to shake your grave clothes. Get out of the dust. Dust is natural. Dust is normal. I'm about to put him in that watery grave up there. Your Bible said God created man of the dust of the earth. Then he said, dust you are and to dust you shall return. That's the reason they came to anoint that body of his as they wrapped it in grave clothes to keep the stench down as much as they could because by the third day, by the fourth day, the, the disintegration process of the human body comes into full effect. Remember what they said about Lazarus? By this time, by the fourth day, he stinketh. Some of you have been in that tomb a whole lot longer than four days. And I don't mean to be unkind, but your mess stinks. Sickness has an odor. Poverty has an odor. Death has an odor. Thinking can become stinking. Any thought that you have contrary to that book stinketh. Shove your neighbor and say, today we get rid of our stinking thinking. Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus also. Pray that right now. God, let your mind come in me now. Let me think your thoughts. Let me meditate on your word.
For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, the casting down of imaginations. God told Jeremiah, don't you dare try to build these Christians as living stones, not mortared bricks. Don't you try to build the household of faith, Jeremiah, by just building them up because you will build on a faulty foundation. And your Bible said, if the foundation be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? God said, here's what you gotta do first. You gotta tear down. You gotta pull down. You gotta root out. You gotta dig up. And when you get that done, then start planning and building. So give me three minutes to pull down, to cast down those imaginations that you're supposed to be poor to be humble, that you're supposed to have nothing, yet you're supposed to work 40 hours a week to get it. Here we go. Sacred cow killing time. You can be seated if you're uncomfortable. I don't want you, I don't want your body hindering your spirit. So I have some questions for you. They're very easy questions. I could make a multiple choice. Okay. So I have a question. If you're saved on your way to heaven, born again, a child of the king, and you know it, just give one, two and a half second shout now. Okay. Now I have a question for you. How much forgiveness for you is too much? How many times shall God forgive you and minister that grace to you until grace has emptied itself and there is no more for you? The answer is a very simple one. The love of God how rich, how pure, how marvelous, how great. It reaches to the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. It's inexhaustible. How many of you have ever had God heal your body? Shout now. 
Okay, wait. Okay, wait. So then you've had enough. You don't want to get puffed up in pride. So the next time, don't ask him to heal you because you've had enough. Does that make any kind of sense? Okay. How much joy and peace till your joy and peace barometer gets so full that you wake up and when you're going through the drive-through window at your local heart attack in a paper sack establishment and that adolescent there getting your order wrong hands you your sack and says have a good day Next time, since you're so blessed and you don't want to exhaust heaven, turn to them when they say, have a nice day and say, nope. Sorry. I'm a Christian. And if I get too many nice days, I'm going to lose out with God. You don't say that. In fact, you get up every morning asking for peace. Or you should. You get up every morning saying things like, the joy of the Lord is my strength. How many of you quote things like Isaiah 53, 5, Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent his word and healed me and delivered me from all my destruction. You think you could say that too much? Well, then how come you cringe when I tell you that out of the same Bible, you ought to be also saying, my house is overflowing with wealth and riches. Oh, see, now you're quiet. Now you, you went and got quiet, see. Not because God said for you to be quiet, but because that religious devil told you to be quiet because he knows if he keeps it out of your hands, he can keep it out of the kingdom. See how they tighten up? You witness that? Salvation. Woo! Healing. Woo! How many of you believe God can deliver you from addiction. Yes. If you've ever been delivered from any kind of addiction, when I say three, shout now. So like salvation, cool, check. Healing, cool, check. Deliverance, awesome check prosperity no <laughs> then what you gonna do with give 
and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, heaped up, pressed down, shaken together, running up. What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with? God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants, spirit, soul, and body, and in all that pertains to life and godliness. Uh, give me another one. See, if I ask for a healing one, every one of you would shout it out. 3 John 2, my dear brother. Stand up. What's your name? Nathaniel, do you live in Columbus? You're in Valor Christian College. Okay. Do you have a bill? You do? Is your bill over $1,000? Well, I'm going to pay a 1000 of it. Because I can't. Because I can't. If it was your thousand, you'd be losing your natural mind. Nathaniel, he's going to put something on you that the devil can't take off. I don't care what color you are. I don't care where you're from. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what kind of house you grew up in. I don't care what kind of neighborhood you came out of. I don't care if you got a mommy or a daddy, either one, because you got a father. rejoice a little bit it's all right just praise him a little bit praise him that your chains are coming off praise him that you're getting set free praise him that you're renewing your mind renew your mind renew your mind Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.